welcome to... Oh, my God, I hate you so much. Just play it once and be done. Hello and welcome to episode 447 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin. Uh, have you been watching any football? You watch any? You catch anything on football? Nah, man. It's preseason. You get you got any apps though that give you like updates on anything or? Um, I've got a, a fantasy app that sends me updates, but that doesn't really start cranking until until the season starts. So Would you mostly. Watch... Sorry, did you watch hard? Do you watch Hard Knocks? Do you like to watch Hard Knocks? I have watched Hard Knocks before. The thing is, is that as the years go on. I find it more difficult to get excited about football each year. Hmm. Uh, by which I mean that like once football gets going and I start getting into my fantasy teams, then I'm into it. Uh, for a while, when I first started playing fantasy 11 years ago now, I would be like into it throughout the month of August and I'd be paying attention to preseason games and, oh, what's this guy doing? What's this rookie doing? Oh, this guy doesn't look good. And then, yeah, I've watched some some hard knocks, but uh, and I've enjoyed the seasons I've watched. I, I liked the season of the Browns hard knocks we watched like three years ago. But uh, no, that's a long way of saying that. No, I'm not watching hard knocks. It's Cowboys this year, isn't it? Yep, it's Cowboys. So expect uh, all those players to go way higher than they should go. Mm. Mostly the 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 sleeper type guys, right? You got, uh, CD lamb. He's uh-huh. a rookie wide receiver from last year. So he's, I mean, he's, a he was good last year. Sophomore, right? That'd make him a, this is a sophomore year, I guess. Is it, was he really a fucking freshman last year? That's crazy. Yeah. This is rookie season. He was doing a good, even yeah. after Dak went down like in week <clears> three or something. So horrifically, Expect him to go and like uh, Ezekiel has uh, he's lost some weight this uh-huh. year. So well, let me ask you this: You've been watching it, yeah? Uh, Just a couple episodes. It's only a, a, a new episode tomorrow night. It's come out every Tuesday, right? Tra- excuse me. Traditionally, you don't get a lot of exposure to the quote star players, right? So how much Zeke? and Dak are we getting quite a bit. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because apparently like they got drafted the same year, which is, I was like, Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so yeah, he, uh, they're, they're like best friends, Dak and Zeke. And so they, they shine a spotlight on that friendship. And then, you know, Dak's recovering from his season ending. You know, oh god, they showed it like two. Oh, or three do times. they? Wow! And god I was damn. like, uh, I was like, oh, I was no. watching football live yeah. when it happened. Was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I was like, no, oh, no. no. And yeah. if I remember correctly, he like kind of runs just, on it a little bit. No, well, he tries to like fix it. <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh. He, and he talks about it <laughs> on the hard note. Yeah. He's like, I was just trying to like set it, you know, so I could get you know get back up and right. walk off the field. And he's like, no, nah, I knew I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I was like, no, man. I think that shit, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think players, I think anybody, you know, it, cause it's basically oh, like shock. a major tragedy. It's shock. <laughs> exactly. And you're just like, you know, I almost think of, well, actually my brain goes to like the quintessential example of, uh, like someone who gets their like guts blown out and yeah. they're like trying to put them back in, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think it was done seriously in some movie. Uh, but then it's been kind of parodied since then. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is, right? Like you, you, you're, you, you can't, you can't, you can't just, you can't put the, the, you can't, you can't just like walk off your snapped ass ankle, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which he knows. But in the moment, I'm sure he's thinking like, no, 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 no. This didn't just happen. No, you know? no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they, they um, talk about that all the time and yeah. about his recovery on that. Yeah. And- well, it was really uh, just a side note. It was funny, funny, I guess is the word to, uh, last year because, you know, Dak is kind of a superstar uh, or at least he's star enough to get uh, some promotional commercials. And so they had one. I don't even remember what the fucking commercial was for, but like at the beginning of the season where he's like making use of this service. And then I thought it was pretty clever, but after his uh, injury, a little while later, they were, they kind of like edited the commercial and shot a couple more scenes where he's like, you know, while I'm rehabbing, I like to use X, you know, product X. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. You know, like, yeah, keep the promotion going as opposed to always think about the season two or three years ago when Aaron Rodgers got hurt in like week two or something and state farm just like kept, kept playing those commercials <laughs> just all season long. We, we paid for these. Hell yeah. Um, okay. I was just curious if like, you know, you've been, cause I, I, I have the, I have, you know, NFL app and Yahoo fantasy app. And like, so they'll just give me all kinds of pop-ups. Or notifications of like, here's this, and you know yeah. these players are the ones to watch. And so I want tested po- so and so's in the COVID protocol. <laughs> I was trying to get you know I was trying to get John to go with me to go see the Saints and Cardinals play next this weekend, mm-hmm. but he didn't want to make that trip down there because he's got to drive out of town for va- uh, for family. Yeah. So. But I really wanted to go see a, a live football game because it's, it's super cheap to go in preseason. If anybody wants to see football, mm-hmm. always go during preseason because it's like a fourth the price. And, you know, the stars are still going to be there. You won't see them play much. But the, yeah. if you go to the later games, you know, if you go, it, I guess now it's only three weeks of preseason. But if you go to like the last preseason game, then you'll probably see the stars play quite a bit more. I think, if I'm not mistaken, huh? I think that's right. I think as the se- as the preseason games progress, they get more and more play time. So they, I think, the starters play usually like a quarter on the last one. Yeah, yeah. If that's <clears throat> uh, if I remember correctly, there's four games and the there starters play games. the most in week three, right? There was four games. Oh, not not anymore. No, they cut it after COVID and everything. They they used. Uh, I don't know if they used COVID, but I'm going to say they used COVID 
to cut a week off of preseason and add a week to the season. Okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot that they added a, a week. <clears throat> is this the first year of? Yep. So they're going to play 18 games. 18. Eight. Oh, was it 17 before? That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. 18 weeks. Everybody gets a bye week. That's right. Right. And so this year, wow. and I think it's like a lot harder on teams if like COVID happens. Yeah, there's like, I don't know if there's fines or, or they just like have stiffer protocols. Like yeah, you just well, like lose like, a game or something. Yeah, they're just going to like lose games and stuff. If, you, if Well, like, that would explain why, because I, I have been like checking in on the NFL subreddit and I'm seeing today uh, Mike Zimmer coach of the uh the vikings or owner i don't remember who he is his coach uh he got that's what i was thinking he was coach apparently the vikings are the least vaccinated team and he's like trying to get these fucking morons to get vaccinated (laughs) and apparently i'm seeing that like no one knows if cam newton is vaccinated but people are like reading the tea leaves and there's like apparently travel He's, he's like a restricted traveler and people are like, oh, travel is only restricted for people who are unvaccinated. <laughs> yeah. So you've got. All well, I think these... he got it like two times last year, right? Uh, I know he's had it at least once. If I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I am thoroughly down. Honestly, it's at this point. I mean, I guess the ultimately the NFL is run by the team's owners, right? Like ultimately, yeah. we have a commissioner, but ultimately they can, you know, it's what they say goes. Now that the FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccine, a lot of places are requiring people to get vaccinated more than even before. Um, and it's honestly, in my opinion, what the NFL sh- should do. Um, and if they were to step up and, and be that leader, it would be a, a big deal, but you know, I'm sure. I don't know. Yep, a lot of idiots, and uh, <laughs> even idiots have a lot of money and get into positions of power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. What's what's going on? What's what, what's up with you? What's happening in your world? Um. Oh no, Adam Troutman, a uh, sleeper tight end for the Saints, is taking a cart back to the locker room. I guess they're playing the Jaguars right now. That That's weird. Is this what is it? Monday, Monday night preseason. That's weird. Um, let's see. Uh, well, last time we talked, I talked about how it had been a while since I played a video game. Was kind of uh, waiting on uh, Jennifer's sister to leave town again and kind of get settled back in, and, uh, and immediately jumped right back into it. Um, there's a game called Far Lone Far Colon Lone Sales. This is a game that I actually saw Josh Augustine tweet about like years ago. And I thought it looked really cool. Bought it on Steam, played about an hour and a half, and then never went back to it. But I always wanted to. Uh, so it was on sale on PS4. So I picked that up. This game, how would I, how would I explain this game? It's, if you played... Um, it's just like a oh. side scroller. It looks like uh, Limbo. Limbo, thank you. That's exactly. If you've played Limbo, if you've played Inside, Inside's a game I have not gotten around to playing, but I want to play. It's what I would describe as a game where there's not a lot of like gameplay challenge. You're not like trying to, 
you know, pull off a platforming section like in Mario and the puzzles aren't super complicated. It's more of an experience game, kind of like life is, well, I wouldn't even say life is strange because life is strange. It's a whole new, whole different kind of thing. But basically, yeah, you are a little guy. You don't, they don't really, there's no spoken or written story prompts. You're just, you're in your little house. You go outside. It looks like really dreary and like you, you clearly live like away from other people or something. And you just start walking right because it's the only way you can go. And eventually you get down to a beach area and you uh, unleash this like rolling house or something. I don't even know. It's, it's like steam. It's steam powered. It's some sort of almost steampunky contraption and you you feed some some fuel into the little uh into the little furnace thing and then you press the button to get it going and it starts moving and basically the game is you sort of managing your little uh or it's not little your your contraption, your steam-powered contraption, eventually you get a sail that you can attach to it, which makes you go faster, but it's a lot of kind of like running back and forth, like, oh, you've got you've to release steam ever so often when it's running. You've got to, the the little, the, the button that turns the engine on, like, you, you push on it until it clicks into place, and after about 10 seconds, the little thing will just like unleash, and the, the button will start to, um, start to slowly ease out again, and if it gets all the way out, then like it, the engine stops running. So it's it's very much like a it's kind of a like a keeping plate spinning type of game. You've got to like keep the fuel furnace uh, full. You've got to like pick up um, fuel that's on the on the the sandy ground that you're making your way across, and then basically you start to realize that you're in. It looks like you're in some sort of post apocalyptic world. Where, you know, something has caused a calamity. Um, again, there's there's no there's no push. There's no like I've got to get over here to my family or my child or I've got to stop this out of the other. You just there's nothing to do but to continue forward. So that's what you do, and then you end up going through all these kind of you know hauntingly beautiful areas and. It's just, it's a very low-key, very pretty game. It's a very artsy game. Um, there's a lot of good color and whatnot used. And it, I mean, I, I beat it in, did I beat that game in a sitting? I feel like I beat it in like a three or four hour. No, I stopped I mean, one if it time. plays like Limbo, I would think that. Yeah. That, yeah, probably. I s- I started on like one, like a like a like a Friday night or something, and then I uh, got up the next morning and made some coffee and finished it. That's what it was. Um, I, I would say it's no more than four hours, five hours, or something. It's not a very expensive game. I think I got it on. I think I got it on sale when it was four dollars. I think it's usually like ten dollars or it might be twenty dollars. I, if it's twenty dollars, I I don't. I mean, it's worth it. I enjoyed the experience, but at the same time, you know, I got it on sale, wait for it sale. It's been out for several, several years. And they announced another one 
far something else. I don't know. <laughs> the The developers have made a... Is it a sequel? We don't know. We don't know anything about it. But I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, as one of those kinds of low-interaction mood games. Um, and then... I loaded up my old, my old Xbox uh, Series X. A game that I have not bought or played any, like... Xbox Series X games on. <laughs> Basically, I got the system. I played uh, quite a bit of Forza Horizon Four, Five, whatever the one that is that came out that I that I own. Um, marveled at how fast it loads things up, and then haven't really like there's not not a whole lot else um, out there. So I've just been digging into the the Game Pass library. And there's a game on there. Uh, well, for one thing, uh, Katamari da- uh, Damacy Reroll is on Game Pass. Uh, basically, it's just a remake of the first game with like you know higher resolution, better loading times, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that game is great. I you know I loved Katamari when it came out back in 2004. I played the sequel. Um, have you have you ever sat down and played a lot of? Katamari, Matt, do you know, do you know, like the basics of how that game works? Just you rolling around collecting stuff. It's you rolling around collecting stuff, basically. Yeah. You, you have to be a certain size to pick up certain things, but the more you collect, the bigger you get and the more, the bigger the things that you can pick up. Uh, That I would honestly say that like, as far as like unique and satisfying games to play, Katamari Damacy is probably like top 10 all time. Honestly, it's, is it even time based? It is totally like, time based. Okay, I'm trying to think like because it's just it's, like is I don't think nothing hurts you in the game, right? Right. Yeah, you don't have a it's health just bar you or anything. Around you, just, you just yeah. If you if you run into if you if you run into something too hard, and there are like there are animals and people and and things that move in the game, and if something hits you when you are not big enough to pick it up it will it'll run into you and then like the harder you get hit um stuff will fly off which you can then recollect but that's basically the only thing you have to excuse excuse me worry about um except for yeah the timer so there are like most of the levels you you have to get your katamari up to a certain size but i would say unless you are brand new to the game you're not going to have any trouble getting that size and then once you get to that size the, the the king of the universe, the king of all cosmos. <laughs> it's it's a very it's a very if you've never played Katamari Damacy, that's almost impossible to explain, except to say that it's a quote unquote strange Japanese game um, with a fantastic soundtrack. But yeah, otherwise you have a time limit to 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 finish, and you're just trying to make as big a ball as you can. And uh, there's so much there's just so much satisfaction to starting in a level that you're running around rolling up you know erasers and pencils and things. And the mice chase you and, and you got to keep away from them. And eventually you're big enough to pick up the mice and they run from you. That just like, like I'm saying, like I, like I'm, like I was talking about before, like rolling through an area before you can pick up something before you're big enough to pick something up and then coming back to it and kind of maniacally being like, yeah, motherfuckers, what's up now? As you roll through and pick up all these things that you couldn't pick up before as, as these little like annoying, you know, the dogs or the, or the eventually people, uh, 
are running from you to try and not get picked up. Um, just so satisfying. And, and, and you just get to bigger and bigger and bigger areas. Like I just did the level last night where you, you start off about the size of a beach ball until you are, you literally roll up everything in this little village. Like you're just like rolling up houses and windmills and shit like that. Um, so, you know, just replaying that in my spare time. Um, the, the other game that has utterly been consuming every other bit of my spare time is a game called Atoma Crops. It's all one word. Atomic R-O-P-S. Atoma Crops. And it is a... Gosh, how would you explain this game? It is a top-down twin-stick shooter. So... Asteroids. It's like asteroids. <laughs> uh, or Robotron. Uh, it, on top of that, it is a game where you have a farm in the post-apocalypse. It's very, it's very like comedic. Um, so you're in the post-apocalypse and you're growing. Uh, you you find seeds of different kinds of plants. You plant them. You water them, you fertilize them, and then eventually you can harvest them. Except the all the plants are like sentient at this point. <laughs> like they're kind of like uh, oh, what's an, a good equivalent would be plants versus zombies. You know, if you've played that game, all the plants in that game are like you know they're, they're sentient. Like the sunflower is a smiley faced sentient being of some sort. So this game is similar. Now the plants don't really do anything for you except when you harvest them. Um, basically it's, it's a, it's a time limit sort of tower defense, sort of tower defense, but also, uh, how do I explain this? So you load in and you have a day to get through and in game that takes about two minutes, I would say, or maybe it's three minutes and you can plant your seeds. You, you have to like till the, the at the beginning, you have to till the ground. You have to remove seed or move weeds plant the uh, seeds you have to carry water from the well to water them you have to fertilize them with um, fertilizer which you get via various means in the game and eventually they will be harvestable Uh, then at the end of the day there are three waves of enemies that will show up to both attack you and or your farm and you have to defend them then after that morning comes and a helicopter shows up and takes you to town where you can uh where all of your plants that you've harvested are sold off for cashews i think (laughs) which you can trade in to get better guns or upgrade the guns you have there's a little shop where you can buy like pickaxes which lets you expand your farm or seeds so you can plant or, you know, all kinds of things. And there's all kinds of power-ups. There's, like, there's a whole set of, like, homing pigeon power-ups, which are kind of temporary boosts at your farm. Uh, one of them just, like, brings a, a rainstorm that waters all your crops automatically for you for a short period of time. Uh, the other thing you can do once you, you know, get comfortable with your farm is during the daytime or even in the nighttime if you want to take that risk... Because remember, in the nighttime, you're having enemies attack you as you can go to nearby areas of your farm. And those are filled with enemies that you can kill to find 
more seeds. Uh, you can make money that way. You can find more power-ups. Uh, you can... Um, the other thing you can find are farm animals, like cows, which will slowly automatically water your plants for you. They have buckets on the side of them <laughs> that they carry, and they will carry water over and water your plants. Or you can find chickens, which will wander around and uh, pick the weeds out of the ground. You can find pigs, which will till land for you and you can find multiples of these you can find bees that will fertilize and so you're kind of like building up your farm with these farm animals you can also find turrets which you can plant or scarecrows which will like do a little blast effect if an enemy gets close so you are making your farm bigger and better you are you know going through the churn of planting things and selling them in town at town um at the end of the day and every third day a boss will attack during the night and you have to both kill the boss while you are fighting off the waves of enemies that are coming. And so after three days, you go to the next season and it kind of starts over again. And that's pretty much the game. It's, it's a, uh, it's a run based game. It's a rogue rogue like, which is to say that when you finally die, then you can just start right over again um, and try to, you're trying to get through four seasons and then beat the, the, the boss at the end of the, uh, at the end of the seasons. And then once you finally do that, then you can play year two, which is a slightly harder version of that. And it goes up to year 10. So it's a run based game in the same vein as like a Hades or something, but with a lot less story. Um, and you, you know, you get these, you get these, um, you get this currency that you can spend on things to permanently upgrade yourself so that you are getting a little better for each run. And it's just one of those games. It's like right up my alley. Um, like I said, it's a twin stick shooter, which I like to play a lot of. It's also kind of a, a bullet hell for people that know what that means, which basically means that the enemy projectiles go fairly slow. And the idea is that you're trying to like, you're trying to like thread the needle of weaving through the enemy projectiles. Um, and, uh, I'm just really enjoying it. It's, it's a game I had kind of been aware of at some point, but then it popped up on, uh, Xbox game pass. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking download and try this. And I think I've put like probably 40 hours into it at this point <laughs> over the last, I don't know, week and a half that I've been playing it. So I know uh, we've talked about it, but, I was just thinking the other day about how, like, man, it's got to be good to be a kid. Like, oh my God, yeah. To have, like, that kind of service available to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back at, you know, when we, when we were playing video games and stuff, you just bought them or rent them, you know? Yeah. And, like, and there wasn't were, a lot of buying either. Yeah. <laughs> and there like, was. So for me, like, uh, um, I mean, my, my parents, I feel like, I don't know if I'd use the same word spoil, but like Christmas and birthday, I would get lots of stuff, but like any other time I got an allowance and that allowance was not enough to buy video games. Plus I didn't have the patience. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think like what, it, yeah. what, what would have been like the cheapest, what would have been like the cheapest game when we were kids? Like you didn't even have like greatest hits, you know? Well, so that didn't even exist. You're right. You're, you're exactly right. Like, um, I remember as a kid, so I remember this is, this was a very specific example. I was a kid. I was like eight, I think. And I had to have allergy tests done. And if anybody's ever done, had to go get like tested for allergies, 
Um, I don't know what they do these days, but when I was a kid, you had to lay down on your belly and they would basically like press a bunch of. Oh, yeah. Bunch of needles. Bunch of needles, basically. They weren't really needles, but they were enough to like break the skin slightly. Right. And like all along my back and each one is like dotted with something else to test. So like (laughs) basically like it really wasn't all that bad, but it seems horrific and my parents felt bad about it. So uh, my dad was like. All right, we're going to go to Walmart and you've got like $50 to spend. And I remember going to the video game section and sure enough, Walmart had like a bargain bin. If you remember, and they still do this, but like the big like bin of just like DVDs or games or whatever. Um, and there was a game, uh, monster party. It was $20 and I was like, hell yes, I'm getting this game. I don't know anything about it. Um, but yeah, that was it. And otherwise, you know, weekends, was renting a video game, a premier video yeah. or blockbuster as we got older. And nowadays, I mean, if I was a kid now, I, I guarantee you, I would, I would want an Xbox and game pass. Yeah. I think, uh, I saw Seth the other day and I think he was wanting to get game pass. Mm-hmm. And it's if like, I was a not? parent, I would get my child an Xbox and I would pay the $15 a month for game pass and just like never have to worry about my child. Like, compl- I mean, ever. you know, kids you complain your kid ever just straight up like <laughs> well, I've done my part kid taken care of. <laughs> Daddy, I'm hungry. F- fucking shut up. Eat your fucking game. Bo- eat your <laughs> game pass. Go play some video games until you're not hungry anymore. <laughs> It'll pass. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, I would, yeah, that's, that's what I would want if I was a kid now. And that's what I would get. Uh, that's what I would get. And, and just think like, you know, cause when you're a kid, everything is a big deal. So when you hear about news, you know, I'm just thinking like as a kid, I would hear about like games coming to game pass and I would like flip the fuck out. Like, hell yes. I don't have to pay anything. Um, fucking psych, like, especially this month. Cause they just added Hades to game pass and psychonauts two is a game that just came out and is on game pass. You just download yeah. that shit and play it, man. And that humankind I tweeted about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tw- uh, 12 there. minutes is another game that just came out that people are kind of buzzing about. These are all like, I mean, Microsoft's fucking killing it as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, and atomic crops is exactly the kind of game that I would, I have looked at and been like, yeah, that's probably pretty fun to play, but you know, like what am I going to find the time, you know, and I, why should I, you know, it's exactly the kind of game I would buy on Steam in a sale and then never get around to. But because it was on Game Pass, it just feels so low commitment to like download a game, load it up. If you don't like it in 30 minutes, fuck it. You don't ever have to play it again. I've, I've tried multiple games that I didn't like in the first 30 minutes, an hour, and then just like, yeah, whatever, you know. So, um, and when Forza Horizon 6 comes out in November. I don't even have to buy that shit. I mean, I'm, you know, it's not like it's free <laughs> paying a fee, a right. subscription fee, but I will just have that. I will download that and immediately start playing. So it's a, and Halo, I'm, uh, Halo will be on, Halo Infinite will be on Game Pass. So yeah. Are they, are they uh, is that in beta right now? It is. I, uh, or Alpha or something. Uh, I saw some impressions a couple weeks ago. But like people could only play with bots at first, yeah. Like so, it's very it's very early beta. They've also announced that there's like 
the forge and I think like co-op will not be at, in the in the game at launch. And this game was supposed to come out at the end of last year. <laughs> so whatever. I still don't know exactly what that game is. Like it looks like it's open world. Like it almost looks like a like an MMO in a way. I don't know if it's supposed to be like Destiny or what. Yeah. Won't have campaign co-op at launch, which is kind of a big deal. You know, Halo launched, the original Halo launched with campaign co-op. And to me, it's always been a core core part of the those games. So that's kind yep. of a big deal. Yeah. Um, aside from that, uh, Jennifer and I thoroughly consumed uh, an HBO show called Mayor of Easttown, M-A-R-E of Easttown. This is, uh, if you've heard of this, this is a uh, Kate Winslet um, detective sure. drama. Detective, yeah. Yeah. It's only seven episodes, you know, one hour episodes. Uh, usually uh, police procedural type of shows are, you know, not my bag per se, but uh, this is this is definitely a show, if you're going into this looking for like, I mean, it's got a pretty good murder mystery at the center of the show, but um, it's it, it's it's more of a show about Kate Winslet's character named Mayor, um, and her family and the little the the community she lives in. East Town is this like I, I don't know I, from what it looks like. I looked it up. It looks like it's like a suburb of Philadelphia. Um, so it's very it, it gives off it, like they give the show like a small town vibe but it's just it's just it was really really satisfying like it was just a really good piece of television kate winslet's amazing uh turns out kate winslet good actress a good actor um uh the characters are really like endearing and it's just really well written it's well shot um it's got a good mystery at the center of it. So would, would recommend that to everyone. Um, uh, aside from that, uh, that suicide squad movie came out. Figure that's something we can talk about. I assume. Sure. You watch that. Yeah. Uh, did you, did you watch the original? Uh, huh. okay. See, I never, I never saw that because I heard it was so bad. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Wasn't that bad? Wasn't as bad as it wasn't. Made it it wasn't bad. I mean, like okay. it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I don't think it's as bad as everybody made it out to be. Hmm. Like I would rather watch it than Man of Steel. Oh, okay. Like I just I do yeah, not Man like of Man Steel of Steel at all. <laughs> it's a pretty bad movie. <laughs> Really, any of the pretty much all of the recent Superman movies, right? Yeah, <laughs> like d- the good DC movies are non-Superman movies. <laughs> Just sad. The good DC movies are the ones that are animated. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. So, uh, what did you? So, so as someone who didn't hate the first suicide squad movie thought it was like perfectly fine. Uh, what did you think of the sequel or well, see, reboot I, sequel, whatever you want to call it? Yeah. Well, it's a sequel. I went it, into yeah, it, it is a direct sequel. 
I went into it and I was like, oh, because I only knew of like, you know, John Cena and all this, these new characters. Mm -hmm. And so when the movie opens up, it's like recruiting a new person and they're going to go on this mission. And then it has flag in there and it has mm-hmm. uh, Harley Quinn. And I was like, holy shit, is this a sequel? I thought Bo- it was a boomerang. Yeah, I Captain thought it was boomerang a reboot. So I was like, oh, okay. I mean, this is pretty cool. And um, <laughs> so I was really super ecstatic about it. And oh, I, no. You know, well, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still loved it and everything. I mean, like, I love, you know, I, I, I kind of hate how much they've put on. Harley Quinn, mm. like uh, just all of DC, like since, since I guess she, but I mean, like, you know why, right? Like her character is stupid popular. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, like, yeah. I just hate, I, I guess I just hate how that's come about. I guess. I don't know. Like, I like, I don't know. Yeah. Cause she, you know, she's just a side character, but all of a sudden, you know, I guess just pop culture and everything like that. And, well, and it's it, and it is interesting because she definitely gets an out, she gets outsized screen time in this movie, but she still comes off as just like the crazy side character. They yeah. don't they don't try to make her the center of the movie, which is well, good. Yeah, because I mean that was Birds of Prey, probably right. Um, but it's just, but I thought I mean. If you haven't seen it and you're a comic book fan, I mean, I was super ecstatic when I found out what the actual plot of the movie was. Because mm, mm-hmm. as, as soon as they said, you know, what the mission was going to be called or whatever, I was like, oh, shit. Like, is that is that character going to be in here? Oh, did you? I didn't realize. Is there is there a hint as to where they end up? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like the, the final the final villain. Yeah, because it's it's. Uh, I'll say it here, and so spoilers. It's called Project Starfish. It's what they're going to go stop or whatever. And I was like, oh shit! Like, oh, that's right. Cause, yeah, because I knew I was like, oh shit! Like, there's only one thing in the DC universe that I know of that would be like Project Starfish. Yeah, and so I was like, oh shit! This is awesome. There was like, a pretty this- good. Uh- yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I want to say there's a pretty good either an DC animated movie from like 15 or 20 years ago or it was heavily featured in a Superman in the Superman show involving this, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like I would say my biggest gripe is um <laughs> the thinker <laughs> like like yeah. The writing of that character is just awful. Oh, huh. Because, like, first off, if his thing is supposed to be thinking, like, yeah. he never does it. <laughs> like, he he is True. never in a situation where he's, like, doing anything, like, any kind of, like, showing his intellect at all. Right. Like, it's, it's very much a character that they were, like... Oh, this guy's really smart, and they just say it. And yeah, he runs the the program. I guess for these people. So you're like, okay, yeah, he's the smart scientist guy. But yeah, to your point, like it would have been cool if they had shown him, you know, use his wiles to be really slimy and like figure out how to like, you know, like it would have been cool if they had to keep chasing him or something. Well, yeah, the fact that he's all he's put in multiple situations 
where he's just everybody's bitch. Like, I'm sorry, but like, yeah, he, like, uh, government gets overthrown. He becomes their bitch. Now, uh, suicide squad captures him. He becomes their bitch now. And like, there's no, he doesn't think out of a problem. Mm-hmm. He never shows that he's intelligent. He's just yeah. a guy with things poking out of his head and they call him the thinker. Like, And to me, that's a very, that's a very James Gunn thing. Like yeah. he, he's not, and this kind of gets into, cause ultimately I did not, I did not love the movie. Yeah. I thought it was a fine watch, but this movie helped me realize, and, and I've kind of like the guardians of the galaxies movie have kind of been my least favorite Marvel movies. Um, and part of that is I don't like the way James Gunn writes dumb characters. He writes them in a way he doesn't, he's not clever about it. He kind of like, he kind of, his humor is like humor for teenagers is, is the best way I would put it. And so, yeah, the, the thinker being this character, like, well, we're not going to write, you know, him being clever using his like superpower to be clever. We're just going to make him this kind of punching bag. Cause that's funny. Right. You know, he's in this bar with his ridiculous getup all over his head. That's kind of funny. Right, guys? You know, that's and to me, that's that's what fell flat for me is that style of James Gunn humor just did not did not land for me for most most of this movie. That said, I enjoyed the villain. I thought it was, you know, it was it was it was an interesting villain definitely unique (laughs) like you said that you know and it's and it's a classic dc villain so it was nice to see that brought out um yeah i thought john cena was mostly good like i was impressed with his comedic acting chops even if i didn't think that you know the jokes coming out of his mouth were all that funny (laughs) but uh okay yeah did you did you I enjoy it? it? Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a good. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I would I would say I enjoyed it better than I did Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm. I, I, I did you see? Have you seen Black Widow? Yeah. Like I say, Black Widow to me was just a rehash of Winter Soldier. Like it was this like almost like it was just like same kind of huh. like sequences of stuff like shit just getting blown yeah, up yeah since you mentioned it like just, as far as like the action beats very a lot of similar things happen to your point <laughs> yeah, yeah it was just very like okay yeah we gotta go blow up this thing you know okay it's great let's stop yeah, that from no, happening i mean yeah, I don't know uh, which one I would say I liked better of those two movies because both of them felt felt fell very flat for me. Just, I mean, and, I mean and the, like, the more time passes, the the lower Black Widow drops in like as in my pantheon of Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's just not. I mean, like I was like, I was like, okay, like I just felt like the. Like when yeah. I got done watching that movie, like oh, all right. I mean, like, well, there's just didn't... so many things wrong with it, and and it yeah. starts with the fact that the movie should have fucking come out before Endgame, 
it starts right there. We all would have cared a lot more about it. <laughs> it would have made more sense. It would have it would have led into Endgame better, just like from the beginning. Everything about it would have made more sense. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, I don't know. I guess we never did talk about Black Widow, but yeah, like I just, I don't, I don't like the plot that they went with in that movie. I think that there was, there were a lot of. In fact, we uh, we talked to like me, Jennifer, and her sister. Uh, Emma, we talked about the movie in the car and like ended up like thinking of thinking of ways that, that this movie could have gone that would have made it a lot more interesting. Like it's just and it's weird things like how Rachel Wise's character in, in that movie is like part of the bad guys. Yeah. Until <laughs> like, oh no, she's not. You know, she's yeah. with us now, I guess. It's like yeah. what the what the fuck? You know, it's just like there's just a lot of loopholes and just bad writing that um well, yeah, I think and, it's and supposed it's, to be all about family, though. I think. Oh, like, yeah, that's what they're. Yeah, exactly. That's what they want to do, but it feels sh- very shoehorned. Like none of it yeah. feels natural. It feels like, oh, we want to make we want to make these characters about family, but we're not actually going to write the movie in a way that that makes that feel good and proper. It just feels forced. Um, and then to your point, yeah, it's just, you know, it's another, it's another unnecessary Marvel ending. Also, you know, just want to remind people like Black Widow, she's just a human, but she sure goes through and does some shit in this movie that makes you go, I, I don't like at one point it's... she falls like three stories in an alley, hitting things on the way down. And it's just like, yeah. oh, and, and then right? immediately she's running. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Mean, neither one of those movies, neither one of those movies really worked for me. I, I, I think I would say that I like Suicide Squad better because at least it's more creative. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's at least going, it's shooting up the alley that it's supposed to be, you know, it's like, yeah, at least playing into itself, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah we're going to be, this is our stick. So we're going to stick to that. Our stick, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Black, Black Widow was just so, just man, just I just didn't care while I was watching that. Movie. I mean, I watched it to watch it, you know. Right. It was I've, like, I've really just like shrugged at that movie. Yeah. Um, and I, I gotta, I, I'm worried that I'm gonna be the same way about that Ten Rings or whatever. That yeah. I'm just gonna be like, okay. Yeah, that movie, like, I'm hoping it's good, but I get, I get, I don't know. Like I said, I've said this before. I cannot stand Aquafina, man. Oh, really? It's like, at all? Any, anything she's been in? Yeah, because, because she just does the, she's the same thing. Like, she's like, uh, sounding like a, (laughs) I was telling a coworker, she's, I'm trying to sound like, you know, a, a grandma from Brooklyn. Why didn't you really do that? You know, she's got this. You can't do that. You know, it's, it's, it's a high pitched old lady sounding voice from Brooklyn. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's just very, it's just, I'm just, I'm just like, I just can't stand her. Uh, like, I, I liked her. Okay. In this, in Jumanji two, I, I think she has good comedic chops. Um, I'd like to see the movie. The, I think it's the long goodbye. Um, it's a it's a serious movie. I mean, I think she's still kind of yeah. a funny character in it, but I would like to I would like to see her in a movie like that and see like can she pull off a serious role? Right. 
Um, but to your point, like, yeah, otherwise she's only ever like the, the loud comedic side character. Yeah. And I would like to see, I don't know, less of her doing that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think that movie needs that is what I would say. Uh, like I mean, when if I, you think when back, I, a lot of Marvel see, movies have like the jokey, the jokey, yeah, the jokey friend characters. My I issue guess. is like, Not I mean, obviously, Iron I don't Man, know anything Iron about. Man never had it. What's that? Iron Man never had it, and Captain America never had it. Um, I don't think Happy, Happy is the funny side character in Iron Man. I guess. The other thing is that Iron Man, like uh, Tony Stark, is kind of a quippy funny guy yeah. himself so usually you don't if you if you have a quippy main don't double down on that exactly you don't you don't usually have like usually the quippy side characters for the straight man and i get the impression that uh shang chi is going to be like a pretty straight serious guy yeah. but and you know like obviously part of it is i don't really know anything about the character but i didn't know anything about you know the guardians and i enjoyed the first guardians movie like it's not i would say though that Captain America though is probably the best because of that. Like when you think of Captain America, you don't think of like campiness, you right? Know, or like that humor or anything. Yeah, I mean, there's probably like some some one liner jokes in there, you know. Like, but I mean, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones is kind of the comedic side character, but he is not. He's not like. I'm cracking jokes all the time. He just happens to say things that are funny the way he, the way he is as a character. Cause his character is completely serious, you know, um, which I like those kinds of characters much, much better. I like characters that are incidentally funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little worried about Shang, Shang Chi just because I didn't think black widow was particularly good. And, um, you know, this, what are they going to do in this movie that is not another, you know, yet another Marvel origin movie? Yeah. Um, part of it is I don't know anything about the character. Obviously, that's going to dampen damper my interests. I'm way more interested in the Eternals, Eternals. movie just because it looks so fucking weird. Um, I think I think the Shang Chi is supposed to lead into that. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think that they were connected at all. Yeah, but it, it they do follow each other like release date wise. Yeah, although I'll be curious to see because there was a, there was a little bit of a, a internet uproar last week because uh, Shang Chi, I think they said is only going to be in theaters, <laughs> and with the um with the Delta virus, you know, a lot of people like it's really putting a damper on, uh, why? Yeah. It's not going to be on Disney plus. I don't even think they're going to, which, which is weird. Like they're not even going to, they're not going to even do the premier access. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like, and, and, and I think some executive said like accidentally, I say accidentally, like <laughs> let slip that they were considering it kind of an experiment as if they want to see like, oh, how many people will go to see it if we only put it in the theaters, you know, yeah. will that push people 
out of their homes to go and spend the money. But it seems kind of bullshit with the way Delta virus is cranking up. Like there are lots of places in the country where there are more daily cases than there have ever been at any time. Yeah. Um, And yeah, like lots of people are vaccinated and if you're vaccinated, you have much less chance of getting it or spreading it. And it's, and it's, it doesn't hit you as hard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But um, you know, you can get it even if you are vaccinated, even if, you know, so um, it's going to be interesting to see because I think, you know, I want to say the box office has been down like significantly, you know, it started to kind of come up with fast and the furious and, you know, the summer movies that came out, but now it's starting to really go back down. And I'm, I'm curious to see, you know, what, what the studios are going to do with these big movies, like particularly Spider-Man, you know, it's one thing to be like, Oh, Shang-Chi, you know, it's a Marvel movie, but nobody's really heard of the character. You know, they're going to play around with that Eternals, you know, this weird, almost artsy looking Marvel movie. Okay. You know, obviously Disney wants lots and lots of people to go see these movies, but Sony is not going to fuck around with Spider-Man far from home, (laughs) you know, or go home. I don't remember what the home, the new Spider-Man home movie is, but, um, homeless dimensions thing. Yeah. Homework. I don't know. I don't know. It's <laughs> home is where the heart is. It's far, far from home was the second one, right? That's what I thought. Homecoming. It's the first one. Yeah. This one's going to be a lot home, of different homeboys. Homes. I don't know. We should talk about what if you watch the what ifs. I've not watched any of the what ifs yet. What? Yeah. What? Uh, Just what? (laughs) I don't know. We just haven't gotten around to it. Wow. It's good stuff. You should be watching it. Yeah. Are they good? Oh yeah. I love them. Okay. Highly recommend, especially the first one. Yeah. Yeah, no, we definitely need to we need to dig into those. Uh, we've been um, watching, anything else? We've been watching a lot of Hot Ones. Have you seen Hot Ones? Do you know what Hot yeah. Ones is? Yeah. yeah. Sean, That's something Sean I've seen. Something? What is his name? Yeah, whatever. Sean Esten? Something like that. Yeah. You know, that's been around like five or six years at this point. I've seen some of the... 15 you know, the more- seasons. I've seen seen some of the more famous ones. I firmly believe that the Gordon Ramsay one is by far the best one. Uh, and um, I mean, the Paul Rudd one's pretty good. But uh, we uh, we kind of started. Uh, it was something that uh, Jennifer was not aware of, and that she really liked them. And now we just, you know, it's like it's it's a good one to throw on in the yep. evening when you're eating dinner. Um, what did we just watch? We watch, and it's really interesting watching. I don't watch a lot of uh, uh, celebrity interviews, um, you know, and so we've watched ones for people I would have never, I would have never listened, you know, I never would have sought out an interview with with Billie Eilish, for example. Yeah. But the Elijah Wood one that just came out recently, is we good. yeah, we just watched that one. That one was interesting. He's a, he's got an interesting way of speaking. Um, yeah. It seems pretty down to earth. Yeah. Meanwhile, we watched the Idris Elba one, and that man is ridiculously talented 
in many different ways, but he kind of came off as like cocky and not like not down to earth. So like, you know, which on the, on the one hand, like, you know, I don't like a cocky person. I like, I like humble people, even when they're like really famous. It's just like, that's my preferred attitude. Like someone who is going to be like, I'm still just a human, you know, we're just people here. Um, didn't, didn't love his, his attitude on that, on, on that one personally. But yeah, just, uh, yeah, just been watching a lot of those. Those are good go-tos. We watched the, oh, that was what we watched the Margot Robbie one last night. And if you've watched enough hot ones, you know that people don't usually start having an issue until like sauce four at the earliest. She was like, oh, that's, that's pretty spicy with the very first one. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Jesus, lady, maybe you need to bail out of this. <laughs> but uh, she hangs through it. And it's just like, I mean, part of the joy of that show is watching like very composed celebrities, like go through some shit, you know? yeah. <laughs> like snot and tears and and coughing. <laughs> and she she goes through it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she, well, I don't want to spoil it, right? Like, <laughs> well, like I said, they've done fifteen seasons. Yeah, highly, so. re- highly recommend the hot ones. They uh, and uh, the the Sean Esten guy, he asks some really good questions. I think that he's a really good interviewer. They they pull some stuff out. Yeah, they do some deep dive in the character backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Nah. Uh, John and I went, played some golf yesterday. Did you? Yeah. We went to a, golf. yeah, a little, uh, it's a par three course. It just has nine holes and mm-hmm. they're all par threes. They're all, you know, you just use like a, an iron or a wedge or something like that to hit. Cause they're only, they're like, you know, anywhere between like 80 to 120 yards or something like that. They're really short uh short holes and so we just went out there we played we played we we ran the course twice so we were out there for a couple of hours we had a good time it was real yeah. fun uh, uh i haven't i haven't played golf since i was like 19 or 20 i have i've uh, played i've played putt putt that is my my golf exposure i've never played an actual <laughs> round of actual golf yeah i was you know when out of after high school uh, I had bought some clubs from a pawn store because um, my grandma, like one of the next door neighbors to my grandma down in Louisiana, I was real close friends with him and he wanted to play golf and stuff. This was back when I think Tiger Woods had just come on the scene or was hot or something. And yeah. so golf was like main, you know, hitting real high. So we wanted to play golf. And so we played, we bought some clubs we each bought our set set of clubs, and so I, I still have my set from twenty years ago. So, wow! But you enjoyed there. that? Yeah, I had a real good time. I love it. I was, I've been thinking about how much I want to go back out there. Huh? Um, it's just nice what? to. It wasn't too hot. I mean, it's hot, but I mean, like you're in a cart and you're <laughs> driving around and. You know, as long hmm. as you stay hydrated and stuff, it's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. It. I mean, it's fine. Mm, okay. Um, but had a good time. 
Uh, like I said, we we're out there for a couple hours, hit total 18 holes. Uh, I beat John, so I saw it was nice. the most important thing. Yep, that's his. Yep. What was uh, your? What won. was your? What was your? We didn't really par. keep up with score. We just kept oh, up with but you who beat won him. the hole. Oh, I see. Yeah. So. Oh, I, okay. Uh, you you won the, more holes. Yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was up. I, I won by a total of three, three holes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. I'm I'm trying to think. I don't know if either of us got a par. I don't think our putting game is awful. Like oh. it's just it's hard to judge how fast your ball's gonna roll on that green. Yeah. And so you just like barely tap it, it doesn't go too far. You tap, tap it, it too harder much, it roll. goes what? way too far. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, uh, as someone who's never played actual golf, but has played uh, several, you know, v- digital video gamey forms of golf, I know exactly uh-huh. what you mean. Yeah, I identify. I mean, <laughs> if I could gauge, you know, if I had a gauge there, right, it would tell me my power level. I mean, maybe I could remember. All right, I put it at the halfway mark, and this is how much power it went. So I just got to do like twenty five percent of that, you know, or something. You know, I don't know. It's very hard to <laughs> to figure out when you're out there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It's just, and then like there was some other people out there. There was like a guy and his kid that was ahead of us, and they were just, oh god, I was so pissed at them because they taking were just too long or taking around. too long. Yeah. yeah. Just standing out there on the green talking and stuff, and it's like, come on, man, you gotta just go. Like, either let us play through, or you just. Just move on really fast, you know? And uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a coworker tomorrow uh, what I need to do if, like, if I'm ever behind somebody that's playing slow. Like, what's the etiquette on that? Because hmm. I told John, I was like, man, I really just – I wish I was accurate because I would straight up hit a golf ball over there by him. I think you're supposed to ask <laughs> if you can play through, right? Yeah. But that's that's Probably. awkward, right? <laughs> well, I mean, they were, you know, they're hundred something yards away from us at yeah. the time. So I mean, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, drive up to them, try to get you know one of us to get in the because we were in a cart. Be like, uh, hey, uh, we're gonna play through if that's okay because you guys are taking fucking forever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we had a great time. I mean, like I said, uh, it was really fun to hit some of the shots that you hit and you're like oh man that's such a good shot like i won't be able to ever reproduce that again <laughs> but yeah um let's see i just have i got a couple of random thoughts when people compliment liam neeson on being an action star and taken i bet he thinks in his head i've been an action star since dark man Yeah. Yeah, I was a uh, fucking Jedi for you know like four fifths of a movie. Super speed. All right. Master. <laughs> um, did you have any dreams as a kid that you could probably real probably realistically achieve now? 
like maybe eating X or Y all the time. <laughs> For me, it would probably be having cartons of chocolate milk at my house. Oh, as, a, as opposed to just having to get it at, at a at school. Yeah. You know, when you were a kid at school, you're like, oh, man, chocolate milk. I can get it right. You know, you get your chocolate milk with your lunch and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's great. I, I wish I had this at home. I'd have chocolate milk all the time. Yeah. And then you get a coming adult and you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, oh, I, dreams. I could eat pizza um, all the time. Yeah, you could. Now we're too old to, you know, if we did that, we would die. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the 20s are for. Just to eat oh, garbage and eat garbage. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is, you know, your wants tend to change as you get older. Well, I guess, I mean, you bought you bought your Xbox and your PlayStation, so I guess that's True. something as a kid. But, yeah, like, as a you... kid, I would think, like, oh, man, if I could just, like, play in a video game I want, I would just play in a video game I want. I'd play and play and play, right? You know, as a kid, you, yeah. you only have so much. And now I have more video games <laughs> that I could ever than I could ever get to. And I'm yeah. just like, eh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, well that's all I got. Okay. Fantasy football. Did you want to I mean advertise? People, I don't I don't wanna I don't want to put you on a time limit people, for having to people, get this. Well I mean people got a week, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, I was can, looking today. The first game is uh, the ninth eighth or something, maybe. Seventh? I don't ninth? know. Somewhere. It's, ninth. it's the ninth of September. We got a week and a half. Two and yeah. two and a half weeks. Excuse me. So, like, I would probably say the fifth or the sixth would probably be the latest you could draft. Realistically, I mean, I don't know. I, I always thought it would be okay to draft like the night before. Well, I don't think Yahoo would take your rosters and put them. I don't think you could set everything. And oh, I see. Really. Yeah, I mean, I don't, think, I don't see why you can't get score updates the day after and finalize, but you can't. So, I mean, like, it's just shit with their system. You know how it is. Like, You could draft and get your rosters up and ready to go for the first game. I don't know. Go ahead and look at it. I don't know. Um, I don't think, well, anyway. I think they had a cutoff of, like, two or three days beforehand. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, that and also you got people that would need to set their lineup. Yeah, sure enough. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would agree that basically we've got a week and a half. Um, realistically. But. So if you want to be, I think we're at maybe like nine people right now. With the two people that maybe. Yeah, join. assuming that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe assuming they join. Um, I don't know. So we, it's, it's really we, weird to find. I have. It's really weird to all this difficulty to find just like six other people, five other, I don't know, with everybody that we already know that would play. Yeah, really, realistically, just like five people. I didn't have a, we, we never had a single person reply to any of our tweets. I, I really thought that the the extra money would motivate people. But yeah. Whatever. What were you asking? 15? Yeah, 15. I regretted that because you, you probably, you probably, I don't know if you noticed, but like when I, when I texted to you, I said I was gonna uh, ask for ten, and then I kind of like was like, I don't know, ten's ten seems low, <laughs> twenty seems too much, fifteen, just yeah. right, Goldilocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now I regret it. Like, oh, did that scare people off? But 
I don't know, $10, $15, it wouldn't have mattered. I guess people yeah. just don't don't care as much. Well, you know, I mean, with everything going on in the world, who knows? Sure, yeah. Oh, crap. I muted you. See, if, Can you unmute yourself? Are you able to mute yourself? Uh, oh, man. There we go. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you're able yours. to mute me but not unmute me? <laughs> Apparently, I couldn't. I could. That's fucking weird. I like, I muted you now. I can't. I'm clicking on it repeatedly. That's ridiculous. What the hell? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But anyways, um, all right. So yeah, if you want to join that, you got basically we're recording on the uh, the twenty third of August. I'll give you till the end of August. So you got till September first. There you go. To email either Matt at outlandishpodcast dot com or tweet at us uh, at outlandish Matt or out outlandish beats fifteen dollar entry. Know. It's a PPR league. Matt and I. If it, if we if we get enough people to actually launch it, we're gonna put uh, an extra hundred dollars into the just just to sweeten the pot 50, up. Fifty dollars each. All right. right. I don't. I, I hate the hundred each. That. I hate the way you word that. Did you? Because like, I thought about that early, and I was like, Nah, no one's gonna confuse this. I was like, Oh man, I wonder how many people are thinking like Matt and I are both are both putting in a hundred dollars. Well, hopefully, I mean, it didn't seem to matter. <laughs> it doesn't seem to affect. <laughs> well, that's anything. true. But uh. Yeah, no, and that, there will be an extra hundred dollars to split amongst winners, um, yeah. and we'll take uh, even if you're just like I don't. That sounds kind of interesting, but I've never played before. That's okay. Come on in. I I won <laughs> yeah. the very first uh, league I ever played in, so fifteen bucks. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's the price of a meal. Yeah, for the price of a meal, you could have. <laughs> 18 weeks you could help of fun. out some uh some rescue animals or join fantasy football league or you know give a poor boy coffee in a village or something i don't know how what yeah, they say you there. could sire a child in africa or fantasy you football could, uh, fantasy football and win some <laughs> money back what's that kid hey, going to do for what's you that, what's that kid going to do for you right <laughs> there's no return on that investment <laughs> You know, it's not, it's not like they're going to like up and move out of the village all of a sudden and like, yeah, right. Start sending New money. York and nah. start curing cancer. Yeah. They don't even have like modern technology. It's not like <laughs> <laughs> at best he'll live a little longer. Yeah. I mean, What's the like, point in that? <laughs> like, I mean, Ooh, we got clean drinking water. Wow. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Think about it this way. You put that money into fantasy football. You win a whole bunch more back. That's a village you've saved basically now. Yeah. Then you can take your winning. Look, why put $15 into a child when you could win like over $100 and send it that takes away. a village <laughs> to raise a child, all right? Your $15 isn't a village. You can't right? afford to not play fantasy yeah. football with us. <laughs> so come on down. 
<laughs> to crazy outlandish podcast league. Win you some money. Step right up. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, I really need to check that email. Uh, you can send us an email at letteroutlanderspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash outlanderspodcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, outlanderscast. Follow me, outlanderspodcast. You can follow Justin at outlanderspeats. Thanks for listening to episode 447. And we will catch you in 448. Bye. Bye. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you, Outlandish. Good enough.